Hi everyone, I'm Brune Smith and this is my podcast. Hi everybody, welcome back to the podcast for people who feel things differently. The more I do this podcast, the more I start to understand the themes that I want to explore with you. And one of those themes is finding ways to soothe our nervous system in an overstimulating world. Which is why today's episode is about Tracy Chapman. Yesterday was Tuesday, so I facilitated my weekly writing session for Corporeal Writing, which is the writing center created by best-selling author and teacher and amazing person, Lydia Yuknovich. Those are free writing sessions for new and seasoned writers alike for us to generate material through the body. We don't do critique, we just reflect back to one another the things that stood out to us in other people's words. It's a very generative, mellow and welcoming space and if you'd like to join sometime, I'll pop the link in the show notes. So yesterday, we usually start with a little check-in where we answer a question and this time I asked everyone to give us the name of a musician or music artist who made them happy. And one of the writers, a woman from Boston, said, well, since they finally honored Tracy Chapman at the Grammys, I'm going to go with Tracy Chapman. I am no longer on social media. I did a whole episode on that, which means that I sort of kind of live under a rock sometimes. Happily so, I might add. So I didn't know that the Grammys had just happened. Hearing Tracy Chapman's name made me instantly happier. Not that I wasn't happy in that moment. It just increased my happiness instantly. And after I gave everyone the writing portal of the day, which is a better, more opening word for a prompt, while everyone was writing, I spent the next hour with Tracy Chapman on YouTube. I started by watching her performance with Luke Combs at this year's Grammy ceremony. Together, they performed her song Fast Car that Luke Combs released a cover of in 2023. Upon hearing the first notes and then the first verse, I started tearing up. It was definitely nostalgia, but it wasn't just that. It was the quality of Tracy Chapman's presence. The absence of anything forceful in the way she sings. She just gives what's there and that is enough and that is plenty. She exudes grace, artistry and integrity. It was also the kindness that emanated from her face as she looked at her co-singer that moved me. The space that she made for him on stage as an equal inside the monument that is this song of hers that came out 35 years ago. What moved me also was the simplicity of her chords that I know so well, the relaxed, grounded rhythm with which she played them, as if to say, 
we are here, we have time. The simplicity as well of her small acoustic guitar. I went down a rabbit hole afterwards and I discovered that her guitar is the simplest, smallest kind of acoustic guitar that it was created by a Canadian woman, which made me very happy because some of you know Canada resides in my heart, even though I now reside in Belgium. And I learned that Tracy Chapman has held onto this guitar for over 20 years. And another theme that is dear to me and that I started exploring on this podcast is our relationship to time. And I just learning this fact uh, just brought me into that expanded sense of time and of holding on to things over long periods of time. I was also reminded in another interview of hers uh, when I went down this rabbit hole that Tracy Chapman has never been on social media. One, because she likes her privacy. And two, because she lives in the present moment and her relationships with her family and friends are plenty to dedicate time to. I just, any time... I have the opportunity to highlight someone who's not on social media and who is living what seems to be a happy life and a successful life. I just want to <laughs> to highlight them. And then, yes, her performance of Fast Car definitely made me nostalgic. And I'm going to tell you in which ways. But first, I'd be curious to know what Tracy Chapman's music evokes for you. Did you watch that performance? What do you picture when you hear that song or any other one of her songs? Where does that take you back to? So the cool thing about this podcast is that you can react to the episodes by going to brunesmith.substack.com. The link is in the show notes and just entering your comment. Some of you have started doing that and it's been wonderful. So I'd love to hear from you. To me, Tracy Chapman's music is something sisterly. I grew up in France. I was the baby of the family. And I remember when my eldest sister, Manon, got Tracy Chapman's first and third albums when she was in middle school and high school. I then was in, um, I was then in primary and then middle school. She was an adolescent and I was still a child and I was in awe of my big sister. Around that time, I started to learn to play the guitar and shortly after, I started singing different songs by Tracy Chapman with my other sister, Violette, who is closer to me in age, just two years older than I am. And it feels like we've never stopped singing Tracy Chapman together. It's our comfort zone. It's where we like to meet once in a long while. In December 2008, 15 years ago, I was still living in Paris. I was 25 year, uh, 24 years old. And Violette and I went to see Tracy Chapman live at the Palais des Congrès in Paris. Tracy was by herself on stage with her acoustic guitar in this huge auditorium. 
I wonder now if it was the same guitar that this Canadian woman had made. When Tracy Chapman played that night, the crowd was completely silent, as if in communion. Tracy, in all of her strength and simplicity, commands reverence and ignites awe. At some point, I couldn't say which song it was, but at some point during that concert, I remember feeling my throat tighten from pure emotion. And that's when I heard sniffles coming from my right where my sister was sitting. I turned my head in Violette's direction. I smiled at her watery eyes and without looking at me, she whispered, I'm not crying, you're crying. In 2015, my sister Manon left this earth. She died unexpectedly, just a few days after I came back to Paris from a reconnaissance trip to Canada. 18 months later, I moved to Montreal, then to Toronto, then to Vancouver Island. And finally, after five years in Canada, I moved back to Europe in 2022 and I landed in Brussels. A few months later, my sister Violette and I had a falling out and we've barely spoken since. I love her dearly and I know we will reconnect at some point when the time is right for the both of us. In the meantime, last year I went to an open mic here in Brussels and I sang Tracy Chapman's song titled For My Lover. Because any time I sing and play any of her songs, I feel both of my sister's presence in a way that defies time and space. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know on Substack what it brought up for you. On Substack as well, you can subscribe to my weekend newsletter if you want to receive in your inbox a summary of the podcast episodes of the week. Uh, please subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you're listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And until next time, let's do things differently. <laughs>